Greetings, my name is Seth Franklin, and I welcome you to my podcast. Today, I will be speaking on how video games are better for you than you think. I will be comparing my life of playing video games to how it can be educative to its players. I believe that the general perspective of playing video games is that it's used only for entertainment. That perspective is wrong. The common perception of video games needs to change. A University of Montreal study shows that 30 minutes of gameplay a day increases the amount of gray matter within the brain and reduces the chance of being diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Gray matter influences muscle control and sensory perception such as hearing, sight, memory, emotions, speech, decision making, and self-control. I grew up in two worlds, a created world and the material world. I believe that video games develop interests. By playing video games, players take an interest in a fantastic range of genres. Video games teach interest in music, movies, books, and learning new goals. At the age of five, my passion for video games was just beginning. My father bought me a modified Xbox containing classic game titles. The games that influenced me the most were Blinks, The Time Sweeper, Fusion, Frenzy, Fable, Halo, Star Wars, Republic Commando, and separately, World of Warcraft. Blinks the Time Sweeper came out in 2002 and was the first game I ever got into. It was a game that revolved around manipulating time. The game was simple. The player must influence time to survive. The game was memorable because of its fun and unique challenges of concepting the past, present, and future. As a young kid, I only remember the game was fun because I always rewound time before I died. The game was more amusing because there was little room to fail. Fusion Frenzy came out in 2001 and is a four-player competitive video game. My cousins and I played Fusion Frenzy for countless hours, battling each other's minds, competing for each round for becoming the winner. With 45 different minigames, there was a myriad of tactics you must use to defeat your three competitors. Fusion Frenzy was an excellent way of spending time together, and we spent countless hours fighting to become the winner. I, of course, won the most because I was the one that owned the console. Fusion Frenzy taught me reaction time and interactive competition with others. Fable came out in 2004 and involved only a single-player campaign. Fable was a strong story with player-preferred decisions of morality mixed in. Fable was great on educating the player on the classic ethics of good and evil. As a kid, I loved everything and everyone, so I always tried to do the right thing. Some parts of the game required skill to complete checkpoints. I was eight, and I failed sometimes. Not doing the right thing sucked, but it taught me how to achieve greatness. You must recognize failure. The Halo series ranged from 2001 to today, and has helped me in adapting a determined sense of competitive health. My cousin Landon and I used to compete all the time during our rare hangouts. Once Xbox Live came out, Landon and I were able to battle across hundreds of kilometers. I was once always the winner, but Landon practiced and has been kicking my ass ever since. It's nice to have someone better than you at something, and it teaches a sense of humility that I needed to conquer at the time. Star Wars Republic Commando came out in 2005 and was a gripping game that had a single-player and multiplayer option. For all the Star Wars fans out there, the single-player campaign was during the Clone Wars. The player plays a member of a clone commando team made of elite clone troopers. Star Wars Republic Commando taught me what it's like playing with a group. With a team of four, we defeated hordes of enemies. While playing the game, it increased my hand-eye coordination and reaction time. I was playing on a harder difficulty, so it taught me to be quick in my responses. I had to counter the enemy without taking much damage. It also helped to have cousins. 
got to play with real people. Music has become an enormous influence on my life due to the games that I've played. Growing up, I've gained a passion for all sorts of music ranging from the 1900s to today. The multitude of games I've played has shown me the genres of music that I would have never experienced. Civilization VI, for example, has soundtracks that included Mongolian throat singing, and never before have I heard a genre of music that is so humanely compelling. I've created many albums on Apple Music, and I'll provide the links below. In my 16 years of gaming, I believe that video games teach the player a particular appreciation for all kinds of music. World of Warcraft is the game that I've played most in my lifetime. My cousin Landon, at the time age 12, introduced me to the game at the age of 8. Landon and I rarely got to see each other because we lived far away. We thought it would be so cool that we could hang out online. I remember logging in and listening to the title screen soundtrack. It truly gave me chills across my whole body, and it was orchestral music. I learned music belongs to our world. I believe music helps create emotion and augments our surroundings. The soundtracks amplified the gaming experience, adding an otherworldly empathy of melodies. Each land I visited had a different setting following with its own soundtrack. I created an orc hunter named Akazeth. My ears were rushed with heavy drums and low horns of war. It moved me in ways I couldn't explain. Traveling, battling, and experience a challenge online with my cousin was a thrilling adventure, and having the ability to play online helped me in keeping contact with my cousin that lived far away. World of Warcraft taught me teamwork. I worked with groups completing more challenging instances, having to coordinate with four others taking down the most potent of enemies. Dying was the worst because it's a long trip back to life. World of Warcraft's mission is to get to level 60. Instances and quests are the main resource of getting to level 60. Quests weren't simple, only giving a direction to head north, south, east, and west, traveling on your own, leading to a destination unknown. It was such a wonderful sense of exploration at such an early age. I learned how to use a map and navigate my surroundings. World of Warcraft's map consisted of two whole continents, Kalimdor and the Eastern Kingdoms. Each continent has more than 20 countries, so I explored and expanded my directional skills, discovering unknown lands. World of Warcraft is known to be a challenging game with an experience like no other. I was eight years old playing a video game teaching me words that I would never have known. Quests helped me in my vocabulary department, consisting of around 300 words with more than 1,000 quests in game. I was reading considerably more than the average. Words such as attribute, praise, adventure, strength, endurance, intelligence. The words I've learned over the years help me immeasurably in my vocabulary. Over time, I've been keeping myself organized by creating routines for myself. When playing, I had to manage my resources to survive. Without resources, you would struggle more and fail often. I also had professions I had to manage. I chose mining and engineering, one of the more difficult professions to level. It took time, but I enjoyed the routine. Organization is something I've learned while growing up, making any task more manageable. I believe that these games go beyond just entertainment. They subconsciously educate the player in a plethora of aspects. Video games can teach music, taste, vocabulary, directional skills, leadership skills, problem solving, morals, and all the five senses. Studies by Daphne Bavlier, a University of Geneva professor of brain and cognitive science, has shown that playing 3D video games improved vision, attention, and cognition. Other benefits studied are improved planning, motor control, and contrast sensitivity, which is the ability to see subtle shades. 
I believe that the majority of people think that these points are counterintuitive. Studies show that these improvements stay with the player for up to two years. The education video games can provide to players is endless. Yet we all must understand moderation in anything is essential. There is so much more potential in video games than the general public understands. Just like picking a favorite movie or book, there is a genre for all. Some games can be story rich, while others be focused on tactics and navigation. I believe video games subconsciously educate players in a fun, interactive way, mixing education with entertainment. So what's the harm in trying one out?